Hi guys, welcome back to Baller Mums. Today I'm going to do a overview of the last year of the boys at Wolves Academy because we're at the end of the season and we're going into the next season. Um, I think the boys have got, well, the boys have got this last week. Um, one more game on Saturday and then they are off. And when they come back, they will be into their under nines. Um, we just had the signing event on Saturday, which was really good. We will be posting some pictures, um, maybe some videos of what happened. We did a little um, video that we posted on the day for you guys. And we were going to do some things during the event, um, but... Because we had our family there and friends and it was such, you know, a busy day, we barely even spoke to each other, to be fair, until the evening. And then by that time, we were a bit lit. <laughs> so, sorry about that, but I'm going to do an overview of Trayvon's year and Nadia's going to do an overview of Junior's last year and, you know, what we've gone through as parents also the highs as well as the lows and maybe even hopes of what next season is going to be like as the under nines um so yeah let's get started begin let's try and see if I can remember a year ago um so when he started of under eights we've lost some coaches we've lost John we've gained some coaches um we've been on tours the boys have got their nice bond um we've played some amazing teams some ama met some amazing parents from other teams, um, had some great conversations, had some great experiences. We've lost some parents, lost some, some boys that have gone to other clubs, um, some sooner than others. But, you know, everything happens for a reason and I'm happy with the, with the bunch of boys, you know, that have come through and are now the under nine team officially officially obviously there's going to be there could be boys that come in and sign at a later date um and we will touch on that when it happens you know or when we do our next overview um obviously these boys can't leave now that they've signed a contract so they will be there for the whole year yeah we've got our official team now um that have signed and they're a good bunch of boys you know, um, and we've got some new ones because, you know, we didn't have, um, we only had one goalkeeper, so we, they've recruited two more, so that's really nice, we've got some other new ones coming, and they're lovely, and the parents are lovely as well, um, dynamics with the parents is, was great at the beginning, um, and even that's changed, there's been a lot that's happened in the last year, me personally, I've learned a lot, to be fair. 
Um, I've seen the, let me talk about Trayvon first. I've seen the growth in Trayvon from last year to this year. I've seen the dynamics with um, different boys within the team. To be fair, Trayvon gets on with most of the boys. Um, so there's not really been any problems um, as far as like teams, teammates are concerned. It's all pretty, pretty good. Um, leading up to the tours that they had recently, I was really nervous because he's never really stayed over anywhere apart from when they did the residential this time last year which is really nerve-wracking for me because that was his actual first time staying outside of our house anywhere um but he he did he did that so well and because of that it made it a lot easier when he did the scotland tour um and because obviously we were allowed to be at the hotel and he was in our room that made it a lot easier um, but obviously during the day when they went out and they did their activities and they did their training and things like that, we weren't present. Um, and a few things did come up, um, cause he'd built some friendships with some of the boys and he noticed that, you know, he wasn't having the same relationship with them though. He, he was getting to know them on a different level. And to be fair, I actually saw some things about some boys that I was quite surprised about. Um, which reminded me of why I don't send Trayvon to school. But this is something that he's having to deal with within the football world, um, with his football teammates when he goes away. He's having to go into that schoolboy or school, school um, environment where things can be a bit clicky or, you know, they can switch and one minute they're okay, one minute they're not. And to be fair, Trayvon's quite shielded. Um, but he, he had his feelings hurt a little bit. But we, because we were there, we were able to, and he's very open, he came and talked to us. We were able to talk to him and help him to be able to deal with those kind of situations, which was really, really good. Um, which does make me, make it a bit, make it a bit more nervous for me when he does go away now, because obviously that's the only one that we will be in the same room as him. Um... The next tours he goes on, he's going to be with them always and not with us at all. So my thing is, who does he talk to? Because he obviously didn't feel comfortable in talking to the coaches. He felt comfortable talking to us. So I'm a bit, you know, nervous about that dynamic. But it's just given us more work to do in between now and then on our child as his sole teachers on how to deal with certain situations um, when he's around his friends um, and how one minute they can act one way and then the next minute they can act another way. And that's childhood and that's adulthood as well. Um, so, you know, it's just a learning curve. But as far as, you know, his football is concerned, he is, he's had his ups and he's had his downs. One thing we have realised is how his game changes when he plays a team that he perceives to be unbeatable or great, like, you know, the Man Cities and the Man Uniteds and the Chelsea's. And we've noticed that the, when he plays them first, the first time he kind of goes in himself, he overthinks things, he's not on his top game. But then once he realises they're just boys, and they're not all that. They're not 
any better than he is or he can skill them up and get past them and all the rest of it, then the real Trayvon comes out the next time he plays them. Um, so we are, as, a, as, a, as parents, trying to change our vocabulary um, as to how we talk to him about other teams and also other players on teams. Um, obviously, we can't control how the coaches speak to them because obviously they could say oh this is going to be a hard game it's going to be a tough team and that could affect him but we can't control that we can only do what we can do to, to prepare him um so that he doesn't go inside himself but he's played every everyone now so hopefully going into under nines when he starts to play people those people like those teams again he's not going to have that but when he starts to play so like the barcelonas and all of them that could creep in again if we don't deal with it so that's more work for us to do and we are happy to do it because we are his first port call of teachers and that's what we do that's what we thrive on so um he's getting his teaching as far as his social teaching and how to deal with certain mindsets and all of that because i just believe that that is we've noticed that that's a big thing for him especially when it comes from his dad so if his dad says oh, that's a hard team, it's going to affect him. So we have to change our vocabulary, we have to give him, we have to work on his confidence in himself um, so that he is performing to the best of his abilities because sometimes when we're watching him playing these games, we're watching him and it's just so disappointing sometimes when you see him and it's just like, what are you doing? What's wrong? Like, you're not playing the way you should be playing. You look lost, you, you're not focused or whatever, but now we've realised why and it's understandable um, he's not perfect um, we don't expect him to be perfect because he's still growing um, but knowing what he's capable of sometimes it gets a bit frustrating but now we know um, it's something that we can work on but he's definitely um, improved his game and he has still has a lot of, to work on um, and to um, some goals that he needs to achieve um, and he's only eight he'll get there um, so yeah it's been really good watching him play all these different teams and you know even go into these different clubs um, which has been great experiences for him going on his first tour has been a great experience for him and I've just been so happy that he's been able to do all these things and I'm so proud of him. The hard work that he puts in outside of the academy, because obviously they go to the academy one, two, three times a week. But the days that he doesn't go on academy, he's training with his dad and he's training for hours and he's training in all kinds of weather. He's not just training when it's nice. He's training in the snow. He's training in the rain. He's training when it's freezing. He's tra training when it's warm and sometimes it does affect him neg negatively and um, as in like he'll come in I remember in the winter he'd come in crying because his feet were burning because his feet were so cold and I just feel so sorry for him um, and I think it's when people are jealous of him i.e. parents other parents are jealous of him and think he's being treated better than anybody else in the team or whatever it's those things that I remember. I, I, I remember 
what he's been through and what he's gone through to be what he is today on the pitch as far as his talent and skill is concerned. Um, so, you know, that's very frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super happy about, you know, what he's done and where he is today. I'm super proud of him when he signed his contract. Um, that day was just amazing. I've made a cake for him to celebrate him. Um, him and Junior, well, Junior had a after party which he attended, and Nadia is just so amazing. Like she made it, like it was Trayvon's thing as well, and it was just so nice of her. She's just such a beautiful heart, and her family are amazing. And Jaden, just it was such a good night, such a good night, such a good family, such a good day, such a good event. The coaches, the coaches are amazing. So we lost Tom. Meiju, um, he left a couple of months ago and hopefully we will be having an interview with him um, not sure what it will be about yet so, but hopefully we'll be having an interview with him in the upcoming season too so look out for that one uh, what else, what else, what else, what else can I remember um, as far as how things have been with parents there's been some really great relationships with parents. There's been some really good mums, some really great dads. Um, there are some parents that are the biggest supporters of Trayvon. Um, they love him to bits and they're not afraid to shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> and they're not afraid to say it in front of anyone. Um... And, you know, there's parents that we get on really well with, have great conversation with, very supportive of the team um, and every child. There's no jealous bone in their body. They, you know, they're just happy for each and every child that is there from their own to everybody else's. Um, they are very smiley, very, you know, chatty. It's just really nice atmosphere around those parents. Um, and for the, for the most part, that's what you get. But then, obviously, you get the flip side of that. And you have other parents that are very competitive and very jealous. I'm just going to be real. There's been a lot of jealousy from parents because they believe that Trayvon is being treated the best. Or one of the best. And it's got back to us that they have said stuff in front of other parents about this and Trayvon and even gone to the coaches to complain about how Trayvon's treated. Um, so yeah, uh, that's happened twice with two separate different parents. Um, they've even said that they believe that we as parents believe Trayvon's made it professional already, trying to make out that we come across that Trayvon is all that... Um, which they haven't admitted to our face, of course. Uh, but we know that it's been said. It's been said in the club. And it's been said to other people at other clubs. And I can understand why they think that. And I can understand why they may not like it. But my thing is, if it was their child, they would be happy about it. <laughs> Um, we have no control as parents as to how the club treat Trayvon. 
we don't have no control how much game time he gets. We have no control over anything they choose to do with each player. It is their choice. Um, we don't ask for nothing. We don't expect nothing. All we do is focus on our child. And we are not the parents that are there um, going around saying our boy is the top boy. It's the ones that are saying their boys that are top boy that are the ones that are jealous. Um, but you're the one that's going around saying that. We don't go around saying Trayvon's top. We're not like that. Um, we just watch. And to be fair, me and Gavin are the most critical when it comes to our child. When he does well, we'll say, well done. But when he doesn't, we don't say well done. We 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 deal with whatever comes, and you know, there's been games where we felt like he's not performed to his best, and we've said it. And other parents, oh, give him a break. Oh, look, see, he did something great. Look, look, look. You know, allow him, allow him, allow him. So we are not that that type of parent that's like, no, Trayvon is the best. Trayvon is this. Trayvon, no, Trayvon is is growing. He's he's got a process. He's in the process of growing. He he is great at some things and not so great at other things. And when he does great, great. And when he doesn't do great, we're going to pull him up on it. You know what I mean? So, I understand it. I understand when parents, that parents want their child to be top. But not every child can be top. Do you know what I mean? Not every top child can be. Um, so... You know, there isn't really much to say about that. But that's what we've have been having to deal with. People talking about our child um, behind our backs. Um, but I guess mo more so moaning about, you know, the club doing that. But I ain't got nothing to say about that. That's, that's, the, club's, that's the club's decision. They can do what they want. <laughs> Remember, they're looking for individuals. We have to keep remembering that. These clubs are looking for individuals who can make the money in the future. That's that. And, and once you understand that, and once you realise that, it kind of helps you to understand the business side of it. Because as much as it's a sport, it's a business for these clubs. It's a money-making business for these clubs. You have to remember that. You know what I mean? So, it did frustrate me. Because, for me, I was kind of looking at it like, obviously the first time it happened, it was more so that parent was trying to get our child out of the academy. The second time it happened, until I spoke to Gavin, I felt like it was kind of the... I don't know, just a parent trying to knock Trayvon down. Like, I just I just didn't like it. I just thought, well, why do you need to go to the coaches and say anything about Trayvon? Um, or any child, for that matter. Um, you know, just because you think your boy is top and should be at the top. And let's not get it twisted. Trayvon hasn't been treated like this throughout the whole time Trayvon has been put into Team B before Trayvon has you know been treated worse than other players and as parents we've not said a word 
we've not complained about it. We've not um, gone to other... We've not gone to the coaches and said, why is Trayvon being put in um, Team B instead of into Team A? Why is he training with the under-7s or under-6s, the, 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 the age below, whatever it was at the time? We didn't go there and we didn't start complaining about Trayvon not being top or not being... Because we're just not like that. It, they have a reason for what they, why they do whatever they do. So we just sit back and we watch. Yeah, it's not nice to have that, to see that happening um, with your child. And I'm not going to lie, it didn't feel great. But I didn't feel the need to go and complain and act like my child is better than anybody else there so should be treated in a different way. And I don't, I don't get why other parents do that, to be honest. It ain't going to change no, nothing. It isn't going to change the way things run within within the team. It's not going to change the coaches' decisions on how they play the boys, where they play the boys, how much they play. It's not going to change it. You moaning and you going and complaining is not going to change anything. And we, this is a, we've had this happen twice now with two separate different parents. Um complaining and change nothing so you're just wasting your energy as far as i'm concerned but if that's what you want to do so you'll do it but um after having a conversation with gavin um about it um i and i i get it i understand it and i'm not so bothered about it anymore as long as they don't come for my son and say anything about him um or come for us as parents i'm cool with that my focus is just on my son and how he is performing in the moment, day by day, and making sure that he has the best character um, and is working hard for the team, but also as an individual. You know, that's that's what we work on. Um, it's been an it's been a interesting year. Um, Am I looking forward to the next year? I am looking forward to the next year for Trayvon. Um, it's going to be more days. So I think it's going to go up to four days. So I'm really glad that we are now living in Wolverhampton. So that, you know, financially it's going to be easier. Um, even though if we were living in Leicester, I think once you get to Undermines, they pay your travel anyway. So you know, it wouldn't have been so bad, but I'm just glad that we're just down the road, so, you know. But um, one thing we have been talking about is the tours, especially going abroad and stuff, and we have to save, have a savings account so that we are able to go with our child because there is no way he's going abroad without us. So that's just that. Um, so we need to make sure that we have the funds for that. Um, I found out that signing events don't happen yearly, like what happened. This is the first one and the last one that's ever going to be like this. I didn't realise that. I thought they did this every year, but they don't. Um, this is just for the first year when you join the academy that they make such a big deal, um, which is fine. It's nice. At least, at least they've had that experience one time, which is all right. It's cool. Um, so it would be really interesting this time next year as to how it works. Because obviously, I hear that you have review three reviews throughout the year, 
and then the last review is as to whether they're going to renew your contract or not so that must be really nerve-wracking um that process as to whether obviously we've known because we signed pre-contracts for the whole year that we was going to sign whereas it's not going to be like that this year you're only going to find out towards the end so that's going to be a bit nerve-wracking um but yeah that's the only things i'm really like nervous about but not so nervous about so yeah i think that's it guys that's my overview of the last year over to you gav what what do you think about the last year what's your overview yeah i think it's been a good season for 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 everyone really i think he's progressed i think he's learnt a lot about positioning and learnt how to deal with and yeah i think he's learnt a lot about not just the technical side of it, but the tactical side of the game, and that's what they need to learn going into the next season. And also playing against different types of teams, you know, bigger teams and on bigger platforms, and, you know, I just think he's learned how to play in different situations, 7v7, not just 6v6 two different games really so that's what all the kids have been learning how to adapt to a different style of football and also how to like make better decisions and yeah when they're younger you can just run around and kind of it's kind of like free football but now you have to think about your decisions and and how to um <coughs> more as a team so I think it's been good going away to Scotland it's been good going to St George's Park uh, the surfaces have been good training grounds have been good we've been had more away games this season and been away to Tottenham we've been to like I said St George's Park the England training ground yeah, it went to Celtic, went to Rangers. Most of the games have been home games, but next season I know it'll be a lot more. So it'll be, yeah, we've had good experiences going to Chelsea's training ground. So. What do you think are some of the challenges that Trayvon has, has had to endure? The challenges at this level would definitely be how to play more as a team, definitely how to make better decisions on the pitch. Definitely how to know where to go on the pitch at the right time. Um, challenges would be how to play against teams who have been playing 7v7 longer than Trayvon's team have. These are the main challenges, to be honest with you, tactically. tactically. Not so much technically, but definitely tactically. And I've watched how, <clears throat> how he has had to learn to stay in his position and help other kids in their position as well and get into the right space and, and play more collectively. Because when they were six years old, it wasn't that much of a problem. But now you have to learn when and where to make the runs and, and play more as a team. So that would be the main challenge. <clears throat> what about new playing new teams that he thinks are top? Then he gets a bigger team, bigger platform. You have to see that team as... You can't see them as they're way better than you or if you do, then anxiety sets in and 
I've seen him and other kids have that problem. I've seen him and other parents and other kids and have, have thought that because we're playing against this team who we perceive to be top club in the country, you know, we're not going to perform the same or we're going to give them too much respect. And then once you play them and then you get used to them, the anxiety starts to go away. And I've noticed that over the last couple of years playing against teams who they perceive to be bigger. The first time you play them, you can see they, they're not playing that well or he's giving too much respect and then <clears throat> when he gets used to it he starts to play football and be himself and I think that's uh, something that a number of kids will have experienced whether they say it or not you can see a difference when they play against a team on a Sunday morning who could be just as big or just as physical but they just have a different shirt on kids play more confidence or you might play against someone who's who you think is a lot smaller but either way usually people see a badge and think oh they're, they're, they're going to be too good but I just think once he's got used to the idea that it's not that much of a challenge when you get used to it you start being yourself again and that's what he's had to learn and that's what a lot of people have to learn as they get older you've got to just got to believe in yourself about the changes in coaches and kids leaving, new players coming in. So at this level, new players come in a lot. We have a lot of new players coming in, especially for the sign of contract. So, because they're trying to get in the best kids that they can, so kids will bounce around different clubs. New coaches have come in, old ones have left. So there's been a lot of changes. How do you think that's affected Trayvon? I don't think it's affected him. I just think he's um, progressed. I think he's, um, he's. You don't think it's affected his play on the pitch, not having anybody directing him, like he used to. Um, I don't think it's affected him. I just think he needs help in direction. What I would say in terms of different coaching is, I think it's really good that he gets direction on the pitch. And when there has been a couple of occasions when people have directed him, I think he and all the boys have been better because at this age, I think it's good to have direction. It's good for people to say get in space, go left, go right. I think that's progressive and I think that every kid at this age needs that. Obviously, every coach is different and they have different styles. Some coaches will just are more quiet and prefer, and prefer to just watch. I prefer direction. I think that's really good for all the kids. And I think that they all play better when they have direction, personally. Um, so, some coaches are very encouraging. Some coaches are just very positive. And they're not so much directional, they're more, more encouraging. And some kids react very well to that. Some coaches are very instructional. So not, they're not motivational, they just give direction, instruction. And some coaches don't say anything at all. I like coaches that are very instructional. And I think that they... Uh, generally, coaches prefer the parents to be quiet and just let them get on with the game. And there have been times where... I, I myself have been shouting out instructions and I know that's frustrated coaches and that because I like I just like the instructional uh, the instructional approach um, but everyone's got different opinions that's just how I see it but you have to learn to adapt because every year they're different coaches and they rotate them so one week you might have one coach who's quiet next week you might have another coach who has a little bit of direction it always changes so you have to learn to adapt and I have to learn to 
try and give um, Trayvon as much instruction as I can on how he can best play his game so that when he goes out he just I can just sit back and let him do his thing and then you know let the coach do their thing with him and respect what they're doing but I want him to learn to think for himself and make his own decisions because <clears throat> that's the best way the best way is when I'm not having to say anything and just let, sit and let the coaches do their thing and Trayvon knows what he's supposed to do on the pitch that's the best scenario you can have and uh, that going forward that's what I would want to be able to just relax and just watch the game freely and let the coaches do their thing but Trayvon knows his role and what he's supposed to do and when he's supposed to make a run or how to help another kill in the pitch and or be the person he's supposed to be that's what I say about the coaches and, and, and the structure what about dynamics with parents how's that been this year yeah I think it's been up and down there's there's been there's been politics, like there always is, wherever there's people, there's politics. Some parents feel um, like, some parents, you can see that they are very supportive and they're very encouraging towards us or towards Trayvon, they're very encouraging. Some parents are not. Some parents are very competitive. Some parents are very competitive to the point where they probably feel that you know maybe their boy should get the same treatments as everybody else or they might feel like Trevor gets better treatment and you know all these dynamics happen in, in football whether it's 8 year olds or 15 year olds you know some coach might be um, overzealous about Trayvon or any other player and they might praise him or, or treat him in a way that maybe another boy hasn't been treated and then um, and then parents sometimes feel that you know it's a problem or an issue because they want their boy um, to be kind of held up in the same in the same regard so you know now I would say that the coaches are very supportive to everyone um, but I know that every step has been counted so people watch everything that goes on and I think that because some people are very competitive it can become an issue in football in, in every sport you know someone gets an arm around their shoulder on one day and another kid that doesn't get an arm around their shoulder it can cause issues in that you know in any team in any academy I just think we have to just get on with it because there's been times when it's been the complete opposite where I've looked and I've seen people get treated in a way where Trayvon hasn't. That doesn't bother me. I, I genuinely don't care. All I care about is is my boy improving as a player. And I want the old boys to improve at the same time. Everyone improve because ultimately when we watch them play, we want them to win. So the better everybody plays is the more chance we have of winning that's what I care about because people say that results don't matter yes they do it all matters because if we get beat 12 and on a good week everyone's going home sad you know so the reality is I want everyone to improve and when and when it was very obvious where the old boys were getting treated in a way that was more favourable because there have been times and it wasn't my son I, I, I don't complain about it 
because I know because I accept it. That's how it is in life. It doesn't matter whether you go to the workplace, whether you're in sport. There are times when other people are gonna get treated in a, in a way that you don't. That's just life. I get on with it. No point complaining about it because everyone everyone has their turn. There'll be a time when he gets treated favorably or or I get treated favorably in my job or my work or whatever it is, and then every time when I won't. And that's how I see it in life. You know, there's no, no time to create politics and start murmuring and bickering. There's no time for that. There is none. Because he hasn't always, you know, for for him, um, yeah, he's got a lot of praise, but then other boys have got a lot of praise as well. Because I think that generally, he plays with a set of really good players. I just think there's a lot of players who are just really good. Like, there's some top players uh, in his group, and that's it. So other kids do deserve praise. Other kids do deserve arm around the shoulder. Other kids deserve it. And I just think that there are going to be times when they focus on a boy to help him develop. And then every time when they won't, it's as simple as that. You know, I don't... And I'll always teach um, um, Trayvon or anyone else that's close to him, don't seek, like, validation and praise from everyone around you. Just, just don't seek it. Don't, don't be gasping... Gasping for everyone to big you up all the time, because there will be a time when they won't, and when they won't, and then you start getting miserable and sad because you're not getting the praise. Yeah, it you know it can affect your mental health, so it doesn't matter. Like there's gonna be a time when, um, when people go quiet and they and they're not sh- sh- and shelling out loads of praise and an arm around the shoulder and and perks. That's just, that's just how life is. Nothing's continual. And I think that you have to go through those stages when you're not getting um, any kind of extra treatment or anything like that because you need to learn to be independent of that. So that's why I teach him. It doesn't matter. Because there was a time when it wasn't happening and then there's a time when it has happened. He regardless, just go out there and play football and have fun and enjoy it. And know that there'll be a time when somebody else will win. Somebody else will will we'll get um, the accolades because they have their time every kid has his time just applaud them say it's your time and then move on and be happy for that child it's as simple as that because nothing lasts forever so enjoy it while enjoy it while it's there that's just my advice to anyone out there who feels like you know other people get treated differently you're, you're, everyone will have their time and when you're, you have it or your child has it, just embrace it. And just know that it won't last forever. Because you might, let's say you, you leave a club and go somewhere else where other people are getting treated differently. Now you're not the favourite. You have to accept it. That's just life. And you got to start from the bottom. So that's what I'd say in, in that regard. What did you think of the signing event? Yeah, it was good. It was a nice day. Good vibes. And... Uh, it was a, it was a nice nice weather. It was good outside. I thought the energy was good. The parents were all on good vibes. So yeah, it was a good day. What's your goals for Trayvon for the future for the next year? The goal really is to master the t- the tactical side of the game. Tactically, knowing his position, when to make a run diagonally, when to get in space. How to help the team move forward as quickly as possible, going out wide, you know, if he needs to go out wide. Um, yeah, 
knowing when to call for the ball. Like, just tactically, really, more than technically. I think you can get away with technicality when you're really young. Man. Under nine now, 7v7. I think all of the kids now have to understand when to make the right decision. Should you beat a player? When do you, okay, you release the ball? You know, or you might beat two, then release. That release could be a pass, it could be a shot, it could be a cross. Essentially, you've got a release. What about strength? The strength is always important. So, some players get away with just being physically strong. Some kids don't need technicality because they're, they're just physically strong kids. And I think that we've played against teams that have relied on physicality. And some teams have physicality and technicality. So, I think being physically strong and technically strong is only going to be the best way. So, work, doing exercises or gymnastics type stuff always going to really help in his core strength and yeah it's going to help him and also when you do it you know when he does it it makes him feel stronger mentally as well like you physically feel stronger and I think that's great how about dealing with dynamics of the team being around boys on tours and outside of football how has do you think he's dealt with that this past year and is there anything he you want to teach him social wise I think he's done I think he's been fine socially I just teach him to um, make sure that like like me just make sure you've, you're always peaceful and friendly with everyone um, but just know that you, you only need a few people that are, that are close to you in, you know, your, in your circles so you might be around 30 people but all those 30 people are not going to be your tight friends you're only going to have one or two but just make sure you're peaceful and, and and cool with everyone. And I teach him, like, how to how to spark good conversation and how to be able to talk to an adult or a coach or friend or someone that you don't know, like, what to say, how to say it, and just be amicable with people. Because that's something that I'm... I'd say that's something that I've always been into just being cool with everyone like always seeking peace and just yeah and I think he's been cool with his teammates and um, yeah I think he's I think he's he's been cool I just stress the importance of just trying to make sure that you can be cool with everyone but only keep a few people close because everyone can't be close you know you in life you have a lot of associates you know we associate with them because of the game. Without the game, you know, we wouldn't be in their life. So I think he's, he's, he's I think he's cool with where he is and his teammates. To be honest, he's been good for him. So, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two season is over. Coming this Saturday, the what are we on? Twenty eighth would be the last match and then they've got two weeks off and when they come back they will then be under nines i think it's the fourth of june or something like that i don't know but yeah thank you for listening the next episode will be nad's overview of the last year with junior so go over and take a listen of that and we will see you again on season two of baller mums see you soon bye Come on, come on, keep it real.